Please. for doing a lot of song at one point you were laying down a lot of songs but um nothing was really it took a while for a record to come out an album so yeah you have compiled all these songs and i'm sure there's probably a lot more that i've never yes. even heard um but uh, i remember just keep hearing new songs like man there's a lot of songs when's the album <laughs> <going>? yeah <laughs> um what was it what was it like creating those songs with prince like well, new material yeah the thing is it was you know it was fantastic because he wrote those songs for us you know to fit our sound and how you know the vibe and everything so uh, that was you know really beautiful and uh and also it was fun because we didn't know we were recording an album because you know if you have a rehearsal at prince at paisley park it, it was recorded you know for reference so uh so since we were learning new material it was recorded and you know if you record something you don't record with mistakes so of course we recorded it as good as we could but it was, it was really like we'd learned a new song we recorded it but we thought you know so we can remember uh, you know learn it back when we're gonna go play somewhere so but <laughs> really Really, then one day he came and said, hey, we recorded all these songs. Maybe we should think about how to put them in order for our album. <laughs> and we're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and when did he, uh, when did you find out the name of the band? We found out the name of the band as we played at uh, Jimmy Fallon's show uh, <laughs> on TV. And he announced it. <laughs> Really? Uh, yes. <laughs> and we're like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> so it is really us because we've been telling everybody. They're like, hey, it's you guys who are third eye girl. And we're like, no, it's really not. But then we're like, mm, I guess it is. <laughs> well, so how much did do you feel like uh, you guys progressed as a band? Because it must have been at least two years. That you guys were playing shows and doing songs and. I mean, how far did you come from where you began? Oh, I, I feel like uh, the band really uh, had a, like went like this because in the beginning we were playing mostly rock stuff. And uh, we had quite early, um, like in, like, bef I think even like in March 2000, March or April, we had a tour, a club tour, where we played like two shows a night, uh, two days in a row, like, uh, and then on to the next city. And so we played like a whole bunch of shows uh, within a month. And 
after that, and and I really think this was, uh, yeah, no, maybe it was April 2013. We were on that tour. Um, after that tour, we were really tight. You know, it took. Uh, we were. Uh, you know, I, I feel like you could. After the tour, it was like, okay, now we got it. And then we started playing like all kinds of songs, not only uh, not only the rock stuff. And you know, basically, then he just started using us as the backing band for also like when the horns came and every, you know, all of it. So. Yeah, I mean, he went from the 2010 record to 2014. Uh, that was like the longest period I think he ever went mm-hmm. without putting out a record. Yeah. And so, and then he came with two, uh, yeah. you know, on the same day, I think it was. Yeah. So he has, yes. And you guys. So um, I have, of course, those records here. Um, hey. <laughs> so, and um, really cool picture of all of you inside. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. What was it like when this record hit hit the shelves and you actually had it out there? And yeah, it was amazing, <laughs> you know, because yeah, I mean, you know, release a record with the Prince. I mean, I've I've been on uh, like other stuff uh, recorded with him, but you know, this was actually a record with Prince. So I mean, it's yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> and Lizzo, who's so big now, she appeared. On yeah, that. man. Yes. Yeah. It's, 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 you know, <laughs> but and she did great already then. So. So. What did Prince express to you three, though, in terms of his vision or what he was wanting to do or or maybe not wanting to do? Um, during that time? Well, uh, well, he always had a lot of ideas and, you know, some we would try, some we wouldn't, you know, so it was, it like, and it would, you know, he was constantly, he was like super smart, you know, so he was thinking a lot and and one day he would have one idea, but then the next day he would have a a different idea. So it it would be, and that's actually also why it took so long to release the albums, because we had to find the right way to do it, Uh, you know, that hadn't been done before, like, and I remember we had a, a, like, we were brainstorming, sitting how about doing it like this? And he would be like, no, we did that already in the 90s, something. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. That's what we, one of the many things we love loved about him is just his unpredictability and just yeah. spontaneity and just trying anything. Yeah. You know? Um, so your next record came out actually in 2016 and that came after his passing yes yeah. so he he passed in april and your record yeah. came out what month uh it came out uh august august so a few months yeah. later yeah so where where were you when the news came and you know how have you um come to terms with it since then yeah it- you know, this is a part I would rather not talk too much about. If, uh, but uh, um, 
Yeah, I was in Denmark. We were having a, we were on a break with Third Eye Girl, so I was uh, uh, in Denmark with my family, um, and yeah, uh, it's hard. I know. It's still. It's yeah, still... yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. You know, it's it was just such a big surprise. Is and. You know, which, yeah, I'd rather not talk about it because that's okay. That's fine. I, I don't like talking about myself. <laughs> um, but I did also want to touch on on these two records: uh, Hit Hit and Run uh, One and Hit and Run Two. Yeah. Um, which you guys were calling those shows that you mentioned that were the pop up shows like Hit and yeah. Run. Yeah. Uh, and then these records came out. Um, how much were you involved with with these records? Well, uh, the Hit and Run Phase 2, actually, uh, mostly because some of those songs were recorded way earlier. Uh, and uh, so I'm appearing on quite a few of those. Uh, and Phase 1, not so much, but uh, see, I'm mixing them up, which uh, songs are on which ones. But uh, I do believe I'm doing a little bit of background vocals on <laughs> Uh, on phase one. Um, I, I love that footage of the uh, Montrose shows that you guys did. That was I, outstanding. I love the way you guys did the different kind of sets. It was sort of like yeah, yeah. PG and third yeah. Eye Girl. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very cool stuff. Out of all those shows you did with Prince, is there any like one that you can share with us that just for whatever reason was like among the most unforgettable? Uh, I will say the first one, of course, because it was very special, but then also the first time we played in Denmark, which was the next show. That was, <laughs> you know, it was, uh, and I was so insecure because then, you know, I was, I didn't feel completely comfortable with the material. So, um, um, But you know, the, to you know, come home to your country <laughs> with the, the biggest star and uh, and play it was fantastic. And then um, of course, it was also very very special to play at the White House for President Obama. That was uh, quite of a, a a cool thing too, I think. And uh, but then, you know, we played, you know, we played the Madison Square Garden. We played so many uh, amazing places and every concert was um, was all the time fantastic because he was so magical and he was he was all the time in the music so much that you never had the feeling like he wanted to be somewhere else. You know, you have always the feeling like he just really wanted to be here and play this music. So, uh uh, so everything always felt fantastic and magical. And um, so so that's why I think like what stands out mostly is something personal to me, like playing the first show or, uh, uh, you know, first time in Denmark. But also later when we came back to Denmark in 2011 and did some shows because, you know, I've 
basically toured ever since I was there last, like last time. So I felt when we came back, I was like, now I know it. And we played some really great shows and I was so proud. <laughs> so yeah, that was cool. And you also uh, participated in the Saturday Night Live anniversary after show performance. And, I'm sorry. Were you, were you also uh, he uh, Prince performed like at the after party for the Saturday Night Live 40th anniversary? Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, you were. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was quite an experience too, right? I mean, I've seen. Yeah, man. Yes, actually, it was because uh, the place was full of movie stars. And when Prince walked in, everybody just went, oh, <laughs> so it was, uh, yeah, I mean, it was funny. It was, yeah. Yeah, Jimmy Fallon and Chris Rock, those guys, I think, got on stage. Yeah. 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 So um, what about any recording that you did with Prince that is your favorite for whatever reason? Uh, um. Well, uh, it's hard to pick because, you know, uh, there's always, uh, like, I, I have a few uh, favorite songs, but it kind of changes which which one it is. But, you know, I think the whole Plectrum Electrum album I'm really happy about. And, um but also there's a couple of songs that was not uh, released with Third Eye Girl that were very, very beautiful that, uh, you know, we'll see what happens with them. But uh, that was also very special. And then we did also another song in, in 2011 after with the MPG. We did a really, really funky uh, we did a, a, like a super funky track, but uh, I don't think it, it ever uh, got out, but maybe it will. Well, now you're teasing us. <laughs> yeah, 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 well. <laughs> so, that, uh, that, that Welcome to America show, though, that was ended up being the last show I saw of Prince in the Carolinas that you mentioned. Uh -huh. um, but man, what a great show. The stage with the symbol uh, set up and yeah. he rode the bicycle, like, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was just an amazing show. So, um, so your uh, next record um, that I mentioned, "Turn It Up," um, yeah. it actually looked like it was sort of of a piece of the um, Hit and Run records because it looked like the artwork was very much same artist and uh, you know from the same period. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I just felt like. Uh, you know, it was so close still, and I felt it was still a connection, a connection with Prince. And um, he, one of the songs, since we're on the break uh, with uh, Third Eye Girl, uh, I, I started um, writing the music and I sent one of the tracks to him and he gave comments for the mix and, you know, told me to clean it up. <laughs> and, and then I did, uh, and, and then he made a purple pick of the week on Tidal which made me super proud. So I feel like he was a little bit involved with this album too. Uh, so, yeah. The um, throwback, great mm -hmm. thumping bass. Um, I really think you're cute. Really, that's like real like kind of catchy funk. 
<laughs> catchy funk, yeah. It's got like a little <laughs> hook to it. It's not just funk, but it's catchy funk. And um, But the one that Prince worked on, uh, Show Me What You Got, reminds me a little bit of Give It Away by the Chili Peppers. It's got that same kind of like vibe, oh, which is yeah. good. I like that track. <laughs> yeah. Um, Fatty Papa Eddie and uh, Bass In Your Face. Just thumping bass. Just love it. <laughs> and uh, Free Your Mind. And you have the, uh, even you have the Prince kind of spelling with the UR, um, mm -hmm. but a little bit of a departure, some reggae in there. Yep. So, um, you feel comfortable with, uh, you know, other genres like reggae, or is it just something you want to experiment with? Uh, well, uh, I wouldn't, you know, um, if you want to have a really authentic sounding reggae band, you're probably not going to call me for it. <laughs> but I have been playing uh, like different reggae songs and uh, uh, like the electronic band I mentioned before I was in back in the day. We also had like a lot of reggae-ish uh, songs, so it's not unfamiliar to me. But uh, you know, it's I, it's. It, I just felt like that was the vibe of it, that song. It had to be, yeah. Do you, do you play any of the Plectrum Electrum songs uh, when you do live shows? No, I don't play. I play little snippets of some grooves uh, here and there, but I, I don't play any Prince songs uh, because, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know who should uh, be singing those, <laughs> you know. Uh, but uh, I I do it, I do the little snippets because I love the music a lot and I want to pay my respect. But I don't want to, uh, you know, I don't want to play covers that doesn't live up to his standards. You know. Well, the title track, um, well, not the title track, but you did the one instrumental with like the Frankenstein yeah. kind of rhythm to it. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Um. So last year you came with uh, Time to start, uh, Stop Worrying About the Weird Stuff. Yes. And uh, why that title? <laughs> because it was something uh, the drummer uh, in my band, uh, Patrick, he just said one day because there was like a lot of weird stuff happening all the time when every time we had to go somewhere. And then I'll then. I don't even remember what happened, but I was like, we were going, we were driving somewhere to pick up our uh, DJ uh, who we saw on the street in the in the walking opposite of where he was supposed to go and I was like why is he walking that way because it was quite a bit uh, you know in the other direction we were still having to drive to pick him up and then <laughs> the drummer just said it's about time that we start to worry about the weird stuff in this band <laughs> and I was like yeah you're right and then I thought it was uh, yeah that was the album title. <laughs> it's a very long album title. <laughs> I was advised against it, but. <laughs> well, that's why you get half of it in parentheses, so you can just say time to stop worrying. Yeah. But um, to me, I mean, personally, this is my favorite of your records. So I think it's, you know, I mean, I think it's probably has the most funk overall from back to front. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, you're pretty relentless on the funk on this one. Yeah. Which is a good thing for me. 
Uh, yeah. I mean, you ripped through like what seven or eight tracks before you slowed down a little bit with lukewarm, um, which is sort of like um, a little bit of a preview sound wise to your most recent record, I would say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, kind of hints at that. Um, who's Fondolia or? <laughs> Fondola. Yeah, what's that? <laughs> That's the keyboard player. <laughs> Okay. Uh, but some of the baddest bass plucking, uh, for my money, is Rock the Bass, Bad Trucker, mm -hmm. um, Messed Up My Place, mm -hmm. which has Don on it. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, oh, and you have the little uh, purple interlude as sort of a little tribute. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Again, you wrote the tracks, you're doing most of the vocals. Yeah. Congratulations on this one. How, how, oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, how, how is it doing? How's it done for you? Uh, yeah, um, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's only a year old, so it's hard to say, but I've, I've been selling quite uh, a few of them uh, on my shows. Um, but that's where I, that's where I feel it, uh, the most myself, you know, cause I, I don't really know, like, I'm sure there's been some internet sales, uh, also, but you know, I know about that once in a while. <laughs> uh, well, you know, overall, I mean, let's face it, there's not nearly enough funk out there and here yep. you are <laughs> carrying the torch doing it right, doing it justice, it's authentic. And anybody that likes that music or the genre, they have to check this out. Oh, man. Thank you. You know? Um, and one thing I forgot to ask, and I, and I wanted to also, is that, you know, what do you think it was about Prince that works so well with sort of the feminine energy? And, um, you know, we don't see a lot of, uh females playing funk music you know really hard funk music so why do you think that is also uh i think actually he liked uh you know there's a different energy in the band if you if it's not only like a bunch of dudes or uh, a bunch of girls like if you mix it it's a more balanced energy i think uh, and I think he or he always had the vision of having a, a girls band. I think that was always a dream of his. So you know he yeah, he got that. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I I don't know. I just think he. Uh, but he worked well with everybody. You know, it's uh, I think. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's who he was. <laughs> what about um, the lack of uh, females that just play hard funk? You know, why do you think they shy away from it? Uh, I don't know because I don't understand because I love the genre so much. But I guess if you don't love it, you don't really have the urge to play it, <laughs> you know, like that. But I think everybody who ever played with Prince got to love it and got to uh, be really good at it because 
he taught us so well. well what do you think, uh, Ida, in this record, Time to Stop Worrying, that's there that maybe wouldn't have been there 10 years ago before you worked with Prince, before you got all this extra experience? What is What do you bring now to your playing that you think um, you didn't have back then, maybe? Uh, oh, that's hard because I think it's... Uh, I feel like it's not only my bass playing, it's also, you know, it's working with Prince and see how he arranged stuff uh, live uh, that really taught me a lot. And I see it especially with my own band for live, like uh, like how much I actually learned because back then I was just learning and trying to do my part, right? But you know, everything kind of sank in as well at the same time, but uh, I didn't realize it at the time. But I, I'm just now, since I'm a band leader again, realizing how much I learned. So uh, I'm, I'm really, uh, very grateful for that. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, fantastic. So, uh, and I would say like stuff like, for instance, uh, rock the bass, like several, like where you have these, uh, which I think is quite Prince-like to have like, and um, I, program the drums to on top but we're still in four of the drums and playing three and stuff like that i think is definitely a little prince <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, to 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 play around with rhythm like that definitely and do you feel like you picked up some studio skills too that maybe you're a little more proficient now when you're actually going through the process uh, absolutely, yeah, yes, uh, and you know it's hard to tell when you're in it, but you know I, you know I've been in the studio with him telling me what to do and with him letting me do stuff, and I've seen him play like all also bass in the studio, and you know, it's it's just uh, you know I sucked it in. <laughs> so, which instrument do you think he was most proficient on? guitar or just well you know he was a guitar hero <laughs> but he was really 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 good at every instrument I saw him play like he was a phenomenal bass player but he was also a great drummer and you know of course you know his piano skills were fantastic too he was just you know it was everything one of a kind for sure for sure yeah so the new album, uh, which <laughs> you waited until this date to, to come <laughs> up with it or something like that, you know, or um, how did that, um, I'm going to say materialize, but I mean, how did you come up with the concept and the direction and, and also target that date and, and everything? Well, uh, I was actually working on a funk album. And I realized, and then this date is coming, and I was like, that is the coolest date ever. And I feel like I need to do a release on it because that, you know, this it's too cool to not do anything. <laughs> and then 
I realized I will not be able to finish my, my funk album in time for it. But then I, I also write all these other type of music uh, as uh, like lukewarm and, you know, I always had these things and I enjoy actually very much to uh, write this music. And then I was like, well, maybe I should do an album with uh, like a more mellow one that's quite different. And, you know, it's a special date. It's going to be a special album and uh, yeah, do something different. So that basically it, it's not deeper than that. I wanted to release something <laughs> on the date. Was there uh, any stress in, in getting it actually out on that date? Yes, <laughs> it, there was supposed to be more song. It's a little short. I don't, <laughs> there was supposed to be more songs on it, but it, it didn't get, uh, it, yeah, it was not finished on time. So it was kind of more of a more of an EP. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. eight tracks and um, yeah. And mostly mellow, except for um, accidental balls is pretty funky. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, What's the inspiration for that one? <laughs> well, actually, I was in a situation last year, uh, and I don't even remember what it was, but somebody uh, somebody did something, uh, and I was like, ah. So it was just balls by accident. <laughs> uh, and I was like, that is funny. I'm going to write it down. <laughs> uh, and then I wrote it down, and uh, and then I had this track, uh, and and I was like, oh, I don't know, you know, lyrics is not really my best <laughs> sign. So I was like, I need to, uh, to come up with something. And then I just went through my notes, and it just said accidental balls, and I was like, that's hilarious. <laughs> I have to make a track with it. <laughs> and then, yeah. Of course, Prince famously had a quirky sense of humor, too. Did you guys really laugh it up a lot? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he was uh, goofing around a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Librarian Way seems like, was that like a sequel to that earlier Librarian song? That you, yeah, you actually, it was a, um, it, it was actually what turned out to be a segue from we played the librarian and I had a little outro and, and and then I went into that part and then I liked it so much that it became a little song by on its own like those chords and stuff and then vibe it out is sort of a jazzier based style you know makes me think yeah. of if we're sticking with a Prince vernacular more like maybe a Rhonda Smith or something but um you know, do you feel pretty comfortable in, you know, more of a jazz style too? Yes. Uh, this tor uh, type of jazz style, not like, uh, you know, I can play a little jazz, but also I don't think you should call me if you want to have an authentic sounding jazz gig. But, you know, I've, I've checked out some different stuff, so, you know. Yeah, so not not Jocko, but no, uh, yeah. <laughs> I think this record too, though, uh, seems like there's a little more focus on your singing than some of the other stuff. Would you say that's fair too? Yeah, maybe it's just a little less focus. Well, there's actually a lot of bass going on. It's just a little more hidden. I'm doing a lot of chords and stuff, and um, but. 
so yeah it's maybe yeah i don't it's more for, for me it's more about the vibe well it's uh, it's doing pretty well though it seemed like right yes i'm very happy because it was like at first i'm releasing an album that nobody expects me to release and uh, then it's also very short so <laughs> people have been quite kind about it <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy it, but I am very glad to hear there's still more fun coming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Always. <laughs> so another one before the year's up, do you think? Uh, well, uh, it, I'm pretty far with it, but I think uh, from a business side of view, it would maybe not be so smart to release it too soon after the other. But let's see if, uh, yeah. <laughs> Is there a cold date coming in 2021 that like, like well, <laughs> not as cool. I think it's going to be a while before it gets this cool. But uh, I was already thinking because time to stop worrying about the weird stuff. I actually um, released on January 1st and now I released this on February 2nd. So. I could release the next one on March 3rd. It would be like a little. There you go. Yeah. Uh, maybe <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. It's fine because Prince also is very much into, uh, is it numerology or uh, the numbers stuff? Yeah, just the like meaning of different stuff, you know, symbols and stuff, what, it, what everything meant. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and what's happening uh, on the tour front for you? Uh, we're about to go on a quite long spring tour uh, with my band here um, in Europe. And then we're going to go on a summer tour in Europe too. <laughs> and then uh, I, we will probably go on a fall tour. <laughs> Let's, uh, I'm, I'm not quite sure about uh how that's going to look yet, but uh, definitely we have the the spring tour is about to take off, and it's going to be it's going to be fun. We're looking forward. And do you share uh, bills on those, or are you just on your own, or how's it structured? Uh, we're uh, on our own. I think we have a few opening acts, uh, a couple of places, and then one place we have a shared bill with a candy delta, which I'm looking very much forward to. Mm -hmm. Any chance of making it to America? I'm hoping all the time, but uh, I have a little bit of a, a work permit issue these days, so uh, <laughs> I need to have that uh, figured out. And uh, yeah. So, Ed, as we get ready to wrap this up, what um, what would you say up to this point you're most proud of accomplishing in your career, and what may be would you like to still accomplish? Uh, well, I am very proud that I got the opportunity and chance to play with Prince. I would say that's, uh, you know, it was my dream and it happened. It's, you know, what can you say? <laughs> it's, 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 uh, yeah. And, uh, also, I'm proud of uh, the albums I made, uh, the music, and 
what like what I'm uh, what my plans are is that uh, well like what they call it some people call it a bucket list or whatever so uh, okay yeah career rock wise what would you like to do yet well you know I'm actually I'm very happy right now with doing my own band and I just uh, as long as as it makes sense for me and it doesn't get too hard that's just what I want to do because it gives me a lot of joy to uh, to make this music and to you know perform for people and to see that there's actually a lot of people who love funky music like me so that's uh, that's very rewarding so I'm gonna do that and then I hope I'll be able to challenge myself musically and and go uh, in some different directions once in a while but you know I'm always going to be on the funky road though so yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm not planning too much. I'm just going for it and see what happens and uh, uh, enjoying the moment of it. Well, we love hearing that. Pursuit, um, pursuit yeah. of the funk is a noble pursuit. Outstanding. How can people keep in touch or up with, uh, you know, what you're doing? Uh, I have a website uh, called Ida Nielsen Base dot com and yeah I'm I have my tours and stuff updated there and also links to all the social medias who um, most of them are called Ida either something with Ida Nilsson or Ida Nilsson base and the records are available from Amazon or through your site too or uh, there's links on my site yeah okay. uh, are you thinking about physical copies or downloads or physical yeah. downloads there's links for downloads on my uh, on my website and physical copies is um, you can get some through uh, something called peer to peer that was uh, made by Prince uh, first of all so it's basically people who are uh, selling uh, helping me and other artists to sell their uh, albums if you want a physical copy but I think also at some point I might uh, there might be like a, some kind of online store where you can order a physical copy and get the mail I'm not quite there yet but <laughs> yeah. I think also people can hear uh, your records in their entirety on YouTube from what I saw so Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah, but. <laughs> yeah. It's a good place to sample it anyway. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ida, it's been such a pleasure, you know, um, great talking uh, to you, and I wish you continued success and joy oh, you, in the funk in your career, and I really look forward to uh, hearing more from you. Oh, thank you so much, and thanks for having me, man. <laughs> thank you. Thanks. Hey, back at Truth and Rhythm headquarters. Thank you for joining us on another magical ride. With truth and rhythm whether you're watching or listening as always thank you so much for your continued interest and support be sure to subscribe go to youtube go to the funk and stuff channel that's where truth and rhythm lives and breathes and thrives also goodies here like tir quick takes and if you subscribe you know what you get the show before anyone else it's free if you love jazz funk rb soul you can't miss it pass it along tell a friend Tell family, 
this audience is growing and it is a beautiful thing all coming together for the love of this great music. Also, if you can throw us a buck or two, we could use the support financially, keeping the lights on, keeping the servers going, all these expenses. If you can help support the program, whatever you can give, much appreciated. Go to the funkinstuff.net website. And on the right-hand side of every page, you just click and you can donate through PayPal, credit card, whatever. Very easy to do and so much appreciated. And if you do a sizable donation, I will mention you on the program. Also drop me a line, email me at scottg at funkinstuff.net. Let me know who else you'd like to see on the show, what you enjoy about the music. Let's just kibitz and uh, talk about stuff, you know, talk music. You'll find that I respond very quickly and I much enjoy the uh, rapport and the camaraderie and the interaction. Always remember, this is your show, The True Music Lover. So for now, that's all the time we have for this one. It's a wrap. As always, Scott Dr. GX Goldfine saying, keep on vibrating to the rhythm of the one. <laughs>